listening to the one two three show with me noreen mayor on this monday afternoon and i'm super excited to welcome our next guest back on the program i'd like to welcome on the show nathan solia fitness coach from elite personal training nate it's great to speak to you how have you been I am well, I'm well. It's starting to get hot out there, though. Yes, it's so hot. I can't believe it. You must be sweating. Are you outside at the moment? I am, I am. Oh. It's uh, like I said, and with a mask on, it's uh, it's double hot. <laughs> it is steaming. So I thought today we could talk a little bit more about exercises to relieve neck and shoulder pain. I mean, with with people working from home uh, due to the uh, due to the coronavirus, maybe sometimes their postures aren't so good. And also now with people returning back to work, um, they're going to be punching in the hours, sitting in front of a laptop or a, a screen uh, for for many hours. So maybe that will also impact their neck and shoulders um uh, do a lot of your clients express neck and shoulder pains oh lots i mean the 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 majority of the jobs in hong kong are very much like office workers and so there are they're sitting on computer screens a lot longer than probably they should i've also noticed now that a lot of people working from home is that they are working on laptops and may not necessarily been sitting at a at a, a good desk or a good chair. So they they may be sitting in their couch and working on their laptop, which you know it it does put a lot of pressure on your neck and shoulders. Yeah, I mean, what sorts of um, impact does a neck and shoulder pain have on your overall sort of um, health? Well, that's a great question. So you imagine um, you imagine your head weighs ten percent of your body weight. Really? And so if you're, yeah, so if you're, if you're, you know, 75 kilos or, or just put it into perspective, if you're, if you're 100 kilos, then your head weighs around 10 kilos. Hmm. Or if you're 50 kilos, it's around five kilos. So it's quite a lot of weight. Now, what happens is like when you start to lean forward and you're putting your head into a forward head posture, you put another kilo of weight through your spine every centimeter forward. Wow. So you you, you, if you are tilting your head forward, say three or four centimeters, then you're putting up to three or four kilos extra weight through your neck and through your upper spine. And I've noticed this, you know, with my kids now, they've been doing a lot more um, homeschooling, is that their posture, and I, you know, I've noticed my, my, my son's, you know, back, he's saying, oh, my back is starting to feel really tight because they've been sitting at the desk and just looking at a computer screen or, or a laptop all day, as opposed to if you sit at a desktop. You normally look at a desktop straight ahead. Exactly. And I notice, and it's not just that, but people sort of hunched over looking at their smartphones or so, and their head is kind of like, like a turtle, you know, like sticking out. Yes. Sort of like hunched over. Yes. And not only do you get tight through your, what I call the sternocleidomastoids, where these muscles that pull your head forward, but you also start getting tight through your chest. It also start getting tight through your upper abdominals and it restricts your breathing. And so if you're restricting your breathing through your diaphragm, well, where do you start to breathe from? Mm. You start to breathe through your neck and shoulders. Yeah. So your neck and shoulders start to get even more tight because what you tend to be doing is you're just breathing through your upper body, your, through your upper respiratory muscles, what we call them, and they start to get over, you know, overactive. And then that's when people start to get really, really tight through their neck and shoulders. Yeah. Um, and what about sleep with neck and shoulder pain? Sometimes the sleep is, uh, sometimes the pain is so intense. It also affects your sleep and you're sort of cramped on one, st- on one side. 
trying to not uh, sleep on it. Yeah, it's it's a bit of a double whammy, right? Because like uh, you know, if if you're if you've got neck and shoulder pain, you don't sleep so well, and if you don't sleep so well, then it the exacerbates the exactly. Yes, it, it exacerbates the issue. So, um, you know, the, getting a really good pillow would also help. But like I said, you know, I think the the biggest issue here is is trying to find solutions around, um, you know, how we can actually deal with. Uh, you know, sitting at sitting at laptops and so forth, so that we we we. we I think I l- lost you just now, Nathan. Okay, you're back. I, I just oh. lost you for about, uh, 20, sorry. about ten seconds. No worries. <laughs> oh, did I? Where did I get to? We're live. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> uh, classic. Oh well. Um, I, I guess we. I I'd completely forgot. Sorry, sorry. sorry, go on. Well, that's okay. <laughs> well, look, I the you know where I was getting to was is that you know the, you know it, it does it does impede your sleep when you have tight neck and shoulders, and of course you know when you when you, when you've got a bad sleep, it also in, it affects your your neck and shoulders. So it's it's a sort of a cyclical thing. So it's sort of working out. Okay, well, what can I do to actually you know mitigate, reduce, or eliminate the neck and shoulder pain? Uh, and, and of course, you know, not everyone can get off their laptops or, or so forth. What I would recommend, though, is first of all, is setting up your desk or setting up where you're sitting, so that way the computer is high enough, so that way you can actually see the screen at uh, eye height, as opposed to down on the desk. You know, down on the desk. Mm-hmm. So raising your computer up or raising your laptop up to a certain height, so that way it's a little, little higher up and less tension on your neck and shoulders. So uh, lifting up to eye level, and it's true because sometimes I do feel like I'm looking down slightly uh, rather yeah. than at eye level because my because yes. my chair is just a little bit higher. Okay. Yeah. And do that. So that's what I would do, and of course, but you know, with with a laptop, of course, then you'd be typing on the computer screen a little higher, the the, the keyboard a little higher. So I'd recommend getting even a keyboard that you can actually Bluetooth to the computer. Mm. So that way, you can actually use not only your laptop but also the the, the computer as well. But one. Go on. I was going to say, I remember you mentioning a Swiss ball one time. Well, that feature also. That's uh, and that's where I'm getting. That, that's where I'm getting to next. Is like, but also you can you can really balance things out, or even start to strengthen your core and your neck, uh, and, and your shoulders through by sitting on a Swiss ball, because the thing is, is with the bouncing of the Swiss ball and the and the instability. I think I lost you there again. The bouncing of the. With, okay, you was, sorry, I think I lost you. Yes. Um, with the bouncing yeah, of the Swiss sorry. ball and create that instability. So with the bouncing of the Swiss ball, yeah, it, you, your body has to stabilize. And when you stabilize, then all of those little muscles in your spine or, or what, I, what we're talking about is your neck and shoulders, they also start to get stronger as well. So using a Swiss ball is a great way of being able to exercise while you work. Mm. That sounds like actually quite a good deal, you know, exercising while, while I'm at my desk working. That can be, that can work, actually. That can work because yeah. we're, we're always being, um, people always recommend taking a quick walk after about 40 minutes of staring at the screen. This way you feel, yeah, you probably feel better while working at the same time. 
Absolutely. And so it's it's a very effective way because then now you're getting you're getting a uh, you're making time efficient, right? And that's where a lot of people get wrong when they start to work out is is that instead of actually going to do stability work first, which is strengthening the inner unit or the core or the little muscles in your spine, we tend to go and do you know the normal outside you know the out outer muscles which are like the you know the the chest and the back and the and the arms and the legs and so far like that we should be focusing on the inner unit first. And so now that people are starting to go back to work, you know, I would highly recommend. And, you know, that was one of the things that I heard the other day when I was listening to, you know, what people are struggling with being at home is, is that they're, they're literally working all day and they're not getting themselves a break. And so what I recommend is, is making sure that when you are going back to work is getting regular trips out of your chair and going and walking around the office or even stretching, you know, stretching through your chest, stretching through your neck, stretching through your upper abdominals. You can lie, you can sit in your chair and then just put your hands behind your head and just lift your chest back as far as you can. And then you just come forward and then you keep doing that. So really opening up that chest and opening up those upper abdominals. Yeah. Uh, although some people might say, oh, you know, should I start working out or should I exercise if my neck hurts? And I think the short answer is yes, you still need to exercise and, and loosen those muscles. Well, yeah. So you, that's it's a really good point. But one of the what is what's the exercises that you should be doing if you really tight through your neck and shoulders? And what I'd recommend to start with is stretching to start with and a really easy stretch. And if you if, if I can sort of coach you on this one is if you just grip underneath your chair, sitting up nice and tall, dropping one ear away from the shoulder that you're gripping under or the hand that you're gripping under and just grab the head and just gently pull it over to the side, that's a nice stretch that you can get through what I call that sternocleidomastoid, that muscle that pulls the neck forward. Wow, yeah, I feel feel better already. (laughs) And now you've got to do the other side. (laughs) Now now I've got to do the... Yeah, and so that would be one stretch. One side one is, straight, one, yeah, sorry, go on. Yeah, you were saying one side is more flexible than the other? Yeah. Okay, so so what hand, so is it, the, is it the, the, the side that's tighter, is it the side that's your dominant hand or your less dominant hand? It's on my less dominant hand, the side that hurts more. The, that, that's, that's tighter? Yeah, that's tighter. Okay, and then so is that the hand that you have your mouse in or is not the mouse in? Oh no, that's not the hand. That that's not the hand I have the mouse in. Okay, so with that side that you are feeling tighter through, and it's not your it's not your dominant hand, and it's not the one that you have in the mouse in it. So odds on is, is that you know those muscles in your neck are really strong, but there's a muscle on that on that side of that shoulder that's not working. That's using those neck muscles to or your neck muscles to to um, uh, to to move. So. With, you know, with that incidence, you know, if you're tighter on one side than the other, definitely stretch the side that's tighter for longer. Yes. But in the long run, you want to look at why that would be tighter. Yes. Well, so I've maybe been told a, I have um, a strong neck, so maybe that's why. Y- yeah. 
Why did they say you've got a stronger neck? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. Maybe I'll, maybe I sleep on this side. I'm not too sure. But Nathan, I do want to ask. I mean, what's the difference between having a really sore neck and and shoulders uh, with a stiff neck? Because sometimes you can just it can just be a stiff neck, and and all you need to do is just for it to stretch, and the pain will go away. Or does it really come down to bad posture, not exercising, and a number of these things? Yeah, so that's that's a really good question. So I, there's two questions there. One is is whether you know a short neck or a long neck is is actually you know better or worse. And then the other one is is like you know does lifestyle changes or, or the the inactivity actually makes the neck tighter? And if your neck is longer, well then you definitely have to have stronger muscles because the neck is longer because there'll be a lot more tension on your neck. The second part is is like uh, do you become tighter through your neck with inactivity? Absolutely. So I don't know if you drive, but, you know, one of those things that a lot of people struggle with is, is they're looking over their right shoulder or left shoulder to sort of see traffic because their neck gets so tight. So being able to get that neck moving is really important to be able to strengthen it because when we move the neck or move any muscle through a lengthening and a, and a, and a, contract, and a, and a contraction, the muscle starts to get stronger. Okay. All right, Nathan. Um, well, we'll have to leave it at, at here. Remind our listeners uh, once again how we can find out a little bit more about you and your work. Oh, absolutely. So if you want to find me on Facebook, you'll find me at Elite Personal Training. Or if you want to go to uh, YouTube, you can type in Elite Personal Training Hong Kong or even drop us an email on my website called ElitePTStudio.com. Excellent. Thank you so much for your time today, and I look forward to chatting with you next week. Thank you very much. My pleasure. Take care. All right, Bye talk for to you now. Soon. Bye.